0: Thank you.
1: And Spavi, and we are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters.
0: There you go. I I decided this time we won't say it together because it got murky the last time, so I'll let you say it. That's fine. Okay. And in today's episode, we're doing uh, an episode Brandon suggested versus (laughs) mode, Uh, and it is between the longest yard from 1974. In 1986, The Best of Time, Best of Times, which, as I was talking to Brandon, these are two movies I've never seen. Uh, Longest Yard, I've only seen the Adam Sandler remake, and so there was interest in seeing the original. Uh, but what made you just decide these two?
1: Uh, well, I just thought we thought about doing something different. Uh, we hadn't done a my knowledge of football movie yet, so I knew Best of Times was on Amazon Prime. I didn't know Longest Yard was on, uh, I didn't know it was streaming, but I saw it, and I was like, well, that'd be interesting to review both of Mm -hmm. those since they're both football movies. Yeah, One's in the 70s, one's in the 80s. It's thought going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, it is, and uh, it's almost 10 years apart, really, Uh, almost, Uh, because Longest Yard is 74, and then uh, Best of Times is 86, so it's almost 10 years, you know, as far as the difference between. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was, I, I thought it was interesting. So uh, I guess we'll start with, I guess, the oldest of the bunch, longest yard. It uh, came out in 1974. Um, and the synopsis of that movie is an ex-football star doing time is forced by the warden to organize a team of inmates to play against his own lineup of guards. The warden tries to blackmail him and to throw in the game. The convicts have their own ideas and see the game as an opportunity to repay some of the brutality they have endured. That kind of like gives away the whole movie, doesn't it? It kind of
1: does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow. It, uh, was...
1: But it, it doesn't tell everything either. No. So, like
0: it, it was released August 30th. That yeah, it really on. doesn't. August thirtieth, nineteen seventy four, directed by Robert Aldrich, uh, and then all that Brandon hit us with everything else.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so it's gotten IMDb. Well, I, before that, okay, it it see, it won a Golden Globe Award for Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. Uh, which I did not know that until seeing. Best I did not know shit. it either. Uh, just now noticed it before I was going to give the scores. Uh, it's received a uh, 7.1 out of 10 on IMDB. 61% like it on Metacritic. 86% like it on Google. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 82%. And the audience score for that is also 75%. So Ooh. pretty
0: good numbers. Yeah, it's, uh, it's considering. Yeah, yeah, consider. Um And so it it stars... <laughs> the late great, uh, Burt Reynolds. Um, uh, let's see who else we got off in this cast. Um, we have Burt Reynolds as Paul crew, uh, Eddie Albert as Warden Hazen Ed Lauder as Captain Noer, uh, Michael Conrad as Nate Scarborough. Um, James Hampton which was actually my favorite character in the movie as caretaker. Uh, yeah, he was great. And then Harry Caesar is Granville. John Stedman is Pop. Charles Tyner is Unger. Um Mike Henry as uh Rasmussen. Is that the that's a very that's a big tall dude that was on um uh Happy Girl. Ge- no, no. Is that not the same guy?
1: No, that's not him. Okay. Now he was in uh, I wanna say one of the Tarzan movies.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Um uh,
1: Spoken the bandit, he he played uh uh wh- oh man how can I forget what's the sheriff's name
0: uh in
1: Buford T J yeah, okay he, he played his
0: oh yeah 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 he did that was, uh, um that's
1: he did play in a Tarzan movie he he was actually Tarzan I do believe um yeah he played in a couple Tarzan movies so uh, I did not I just looked about the picture here I was like. Cool. Now, the guy that played in um, Happy Gilmore uh, was...
0: Richard Kyle. He's, not listed he, he's down right at here. the bottom there. He, he, Richard Kyle.
1: Richard Kyle. Who was also Jaws in a Bond movie. Yeah.
0: Samson in this movie. Also, uh, to note, Bernadette, Bernadette Peters as Warden's secretary. There's a, there's a lot of yeah. other people in this film. But, uh, yeah, so this movie, uh, like, so for me, I've seen the original. Oh, not the original I see the remake. And so it's funny how much beat for beat the remake is with the original. Uh, like the opening yeah. is kind of updated, obviously, but it's pretty much the same thing. He goes on like a drunken driving spree and um, gets. Uh, so this, this I didn't understand. So um, and maybe I, I don't remember this from the remake either. Was he in trouble? Did he get uh, disbanded from football for throwing the game? Is that what it was?
1: Uh that's the way I took it. Okay. That he got suspended for throwing the game.
0: Okay, I was wondering about yeah,
1: that. I mean, yeah, I mean that's the way I took it. Okay. I mean, other I get uh, the only, only other option would be he quit but I wouldn't
0: see why he would just yeah. quit. Yeah, it seems like, honestly, uh, that he must have thrown the game or something like that. or Like, it didn't seem like he was coming back from injury or anything like that. It seemed like he must have thrown the game. and Because uh, a warden says something, or oh, you're used to doing stuff like that, or something like that, kind of a underhanded comment. Yeah. So I believe that maybe he got uh, thrown out of NFL or the football league, you know, for – throwing the game or something like that or, you know, and so he's now discredited and, uh, a, a loser almost, you know, but, um, yeah. and then he got, cause he was at the beginning of the movie, he's, he's watching a playback of his football glory days, I guess is what, what it was.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, that was
1: a, that, that scene though got
0: intense. Yeah, yeah it really did. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really get honestly didn't really get invested in the film until uh honestly until he got to prison and uh and it wasn't really until like main like when him and the other guy kept putting mud in each other's shoes you know or boots yeah. that's when I kind of was like okay i you know kind i'm kind of digging this and um uh, in the, his relationship with a caretaker it, like his relationship with the caretaker to me was like really, it seemed like they're really friends, you know. And, um, yeah, it goes to,
1: yeah, that, 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 that was a uh, just, I don't know, the, it was great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it, I loved uh, James or Jim Hampton as caretaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he Chris Rock's performance out of the water. I mean, absolutely, caretaker, but so did Bert.
0: Absolutely,
1: um, I mean. And I loved the r- remake of it at the time. I hadn't seen it in a while, but what I remember of it, man, this movie just blew it out of the
0: water. And you know, what I knew, couldn't even you know where I knew him from? Like, I knew he looked familiar. So he was the father. He was Howard, uh, Harold Howard in Teen Wolf. He was uh, Michael J. Fox's dad. Yeah. So I was like, that guy yeah. looks so familiar to me. That's what it was. So I was remembering from that movie. But, yeah, he just was a lovable yeah. Caretaker, and to me, it seemed like his death was a little bit more brutal than Chris Rock's death in the uh, remake. It seems like it, it just it felt, yeah. I felt more invested in Caretaker in uh, in the original than I was with, with Chris Rock, because it just was Chris Rock, you know, and. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the, uh, this one, this version, uh, well, I would say for just about everybody, this version, you felt like they were real people in a real prison. and. hmm in the 70s, you know, uh, uh it, it just felt real compared to Adam Sandler's,
0: yeah, movie. absolutely, you're right, because uh, uh, it felt like they were, they were really convicts, uh, everyone in the movie felt real. The warden felt like a real warden, yeah. uh, uh, what's the name, uh, Captain Nower uh, Ed Lauder, which uh, I've known him in yeah. other films as well, but uh, he felt like a real butt headed. Uh, you know, deputy or guard. You know, he felt like that guy. Yeah, and he's good at playing that character. Yeah, he, he plays that broadhead character in a lot of movies. Um, I'm trying to think of where in particular uh, I remember him in. Um, he was in Sea Biscuit. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think.
1: Yeah, I've seen him in a lot too. I just
0: can't think of anything offhand. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see. I, there's some that I know him in, like for sure. Um,
1: he was in Cujo.
0: That's uh, what King it was. Cujo. Arthur. He
1: was also in Death Wish Three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what he's best known
0: for. I, I remember him mainly in Cujo, I think, and then Death Wish Three. Uh, but yeah, I know him. Play. He plays it. That, uh, that, you know, (laughs) I almost said Dickless. You know, I I was trying about to quote Bill Murray, Uh, but yeah, he plays that type of guy. (laughs) He plays the type of guy in a lot of his films. uh, But he felt like a real. He plays an ass. Yeah, but he felt like he felt like a real guy. He felt like a real character, and um, and the warden felt like a real warden.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. The warden
0: was in, uh, I know him from, I believe I'm looking at, he's from Green Acres. That's where I know him from. He played the the dad in Green I've never seen that. The him. dad in Green Acres. Um, that's where I know him from. He might have been in other stuff, but I immediately knew him from Green Acres. Because um, I used to watch that show, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just like that show. It was, it was weird, but I liked it. There's a time where I wa- used to watch Nigga at night. But, um so uh Bert Reynolds I, yeah Bert Reynolds gets in trouble um also assaults the police officer, kicks him in in his narts, yeah, and gets sent to this prison and uh and the warden is a I guess a huge football fan, and does he always have these type yeah. of contests or is this like an exhibition that he's doing for the first time?
1: Uh, this, this one was an exhibition, but they usually do play like – they're like semi-pro is what they're called. Uh, his team, his prison team is like a, the guards are like a semi-pro team, and he's won the championship, mm. and he hasn't ever won one. So he fear, f- figures that Burt Reynolds' character, Paul Crew, can get him one if he coaches the guards, which, of course, Burt declines. just wants to do his time and go home.
0: Yeah, but then the, but then the warden also, uh, on top of that, he keeps uh, wanting to uh, like, you know, entrap him and say, well, hey, you know, I just gave you another dent on your, you know, time on your sentence. Like, he keeps extending his sentence, essentially. Um, everything that yeah, he does, yeah. Uh, the captain. Yeah.
1: When they, when he was putting mud in their shoes, the captain comes over there and I think
0: he 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 goes to hit him and Burt catches the the nightstick and then then he hits him. Yeah. <laughs> also this uh speaking of Burt uh, this was interesting cuz this is probably one of the first movies we've seen a uh, shaved uh mustacheless Burt Reynolds cuz he had yeah. a. This is I, I guess this is probably what transitioned him from the mustache to the bearded Burt cuz uh you know later in life we know him as the bearded Burt Reynolds. He had the mustache in the yeah. 70s and stuff, but then he went to the Bert, bearded Burt Reynolds. And, uh, so this is like that transformation to that other bird, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: this was a... I, I want to say he did this a couple years after Deliverance. This is like before Smoking the Bandit. Hey, oh, this so,
0: pre-day smoking? So uh, he, he grew the mustache back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, he would... In the early seventies, he didn't have the mustache, so I don't know. I, he
0: just didn't have yeah, it. Yeah, I, I do remember him in Deliverance. Uh, yeah, he probably didn't have it then. I don't remember as much. I've only seen that movie once. It's a hard movie to watch, but <laughs>
1: and
0: yeah, it is hard. Uh, 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 <laughs> Funny, yeah, yeah, a lot of, of squilling <laughs> in that one, but uh, um.
1: That is a really good movie, though, once you get past that situation. It's a great
0: movie. No, it's absolutely a five-star movie. Uh, Absolutely. The situation and everything. It has comedic elements to it, but it has very horrific and, uh, you know, suspenseful moments. It's just a really good movie. Uh, But as far as this one is concerned, um, I thought that Burt Reynolds was great. Uh, But I felt like the whole time he was Burt. I never – Ever yeah, felt that he you know. wasn't Burt Reynolds, you know, whereas in um and we ain't got got there yet, but best of times with Kurt Russell, I felt like he was that character, you know, he wasn't actually Kurt, but that's the thing about Kurt Kurt just has that way of just being that character, and you believe he is that character, you believe he is Santa Claus, you know yeah, because it's just the way that he is <laughs> he's a good he's a great actor,
1: yeah uh, he is. He's probably really underrated, uh. In all honesty, compared to other people, in the genres he was in, you know, he's probably one of the most underrated. I mean, people love him, but you know, they never mention him like as one of the best action stars or even comedic actors during his time when he was doing comedies. You know, he just falls off the radar, but people love him. <laughs> it's, it's weird.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with yeah.
1: you. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you about Bert, though he. When I was first started watching, it, when he was drunk and stuff, I was like, "Well, that's classic Burt Reynolds right there." Mm. I mean, <laughs> especially in the comedies he did. I was like, "That's just that's classic Burt." That, you know, I, I, I was into it from the from the moment you know, he he got in the car. Mm. I wasn't very really into it when he hit the woman. I was like, oh, "What's going on? This ain't." But it's the seventies.
0: Yeah, it's a different time. Uh, really different Wouldn't time. Would be allowed to do that today. I'm really kidding. different time. Like, like there's some comments and statements made in a movie. What, like within the oh, prison man. that you can't get away with saying. You know, you can't say those words uh, these days. But uh, uh, another thing though that I kept it kept pulling me out of the movie is this that I keep looking at the movie and it's very similar to Stare Crazy. I don't know if you've seen that with uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Hackman, uh, Gene Wild, uh, Gene Wilder. Um. But uh, that movie is about two guys that get set up to go to prison and uh, while they're in prison the warden finds out that uh, Gene Wilder is really good at riding bull riding and so uh, he wants him to win him this rodeo championship. I don't know which movie came first. So there's there's a lot of time where there's a lot of beats that happen in this movie where I was expecting to go the way of stir crazy, but it went a different way, and so it kind of was kind of you know very similar in that sense. And I felt the same way in watching uh the best of times because it it's very rem- reminiscent to me of um necessary roughness because it's you know sort of similar, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, it, it is sort of similar, but but overall, I mean, I, I really. Love the movie. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. I, I, can't really like. I can't say that there's one bad part to me as far as me watching it. It was like my first time watching it. Well. Uh, which were
0: the best of times uh, or, or Burt.
1: No, uh, the longest okay. yard Because I'm not a big fan of 70s films. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I like Dirty Harry and like Death Wish. I think that came out yeah, in the,
0: the 70s. Death Wish. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. That, not that's sure. late 70s, but early 80s, I would say.
1: Like, uh, th- there was another football movie out in the 70s with Nick Nolte. Uh, Dallas, something, Dallas 40. I couldn't get into that. Because I always thought, well, after I saw that, it's like, okay, Monash Yard's probably going to be something similar. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, it wasn't at all. But <laughs> that, that was my fear. Uh, 70s it, it it's, it's just not one of my favorite genres, eras of
0: film. I agree with you uh even
1: though my favorite is in the 70s with jaws and I love rocky but you know, know what but most of can get into but
0: you it. know what To uh, kind of uh follow what you just said with that um but 70s it felt like a lot of movies like even the 60s like watching it was ho- so hard to watch mad 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 world cuz it's just so just drag It's drug, drug for a long yeah. time, and I felt like in the seventies, like in this movie, there's moments where it drags a bit, uh, because it's a different pacing in the seventies. You can tell the difference in the pacing from this film to the one we see almost ten years later with the, uh, you know, best of times. Uh, yeah. But,
1: for pace
0: movie. But I think that, uh, I think with, uh, I think with this film though, I think with longest yard. It just had a lot I think it had a lot more realistic type of characters that kinda helped keep my attention, you know. Like um like yeah. uh, I'm gonna call him Trapjaw. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> you know, um the dude uh, the dude from uh, Happy Gilmore, uh that guy, uh Richard K- Kyle Sampson in this movie. Um, he was like to see him in this movie And to see him young, to see how healthy he was and stuff like that, it was really cool to see that and and see how comedic he is. Like, I've only known him and experienced him as an older man, like like, uh, Happy Gilmore and other little movies where he pops up, you know, uh, as like some weird lumbering giant guy. But it was good to see him as a younger guy, uh, but have really committed comedic elements to it you know um, and that
1: yeah, I love it when he broke
0: his nose. say that again
1: when he, I loved it when he broke his nose the, the, just, he was hilarious in that moment it was just he, he started to actually look like he was about to cry and he broke my nose
0: yeah and then it was like well, he, said, just, he said he's sorry that's fine you know um, <laughs> and then like he says I think I just broke his effing neck you know uh, and then, like, they kept saying, and everybody kept saying, Oh, he just broke his effing neck. Yeah, I think he just broke his effing neck. You know, <laughs> I was like, Wow. You know, um, this movie, I bet, what rating was this? Because it would not fly today if it was like PG 13.
1: Let's see. Um, I'm on the cast.
0: I'm looking, I'm not seeing the rating. I might had to go at it R, yeah, radar. Okay, because you know it was a sweet yeah. period where you could get away with that with a PG thirteen. But yeah, it, it, yeah, I was gonna say it would have been an R today. It, well, maybe even today it probably would have got a PG thirteen because there's nothing too sensational in it. Um, I don't know. Some of the language would have had to be carried back to get a thirteen. But they, I think, thirteen allows for yeah. maybe one or two f bombs, but you can't get away with a lot of them. You know. But
1: yeah, you can yeah. I mean, I mean, I, the remake was PG 13, um, and it was pretty much the same story, even. I mean, the outcomes with the caretaker was the same, even though they didn't show it as graphic as they did in the original. Um, uh, but Burt was just so good for
0: absolutely.
1: me, absolutely. I mean, you may think he's Burt Reynolds, but he was just so good, no, no. And compared to Adam and I love Adam. Everybody
0: knows I love Adam. <laughs> I agree with you. But
1: Bart was just so much better.
0: As uh, this character. He's better role. at this role. He's better as Paul Crew. Also, um also I felt like it felt like more of a football movie than like with Adam Sandler's uh longest yard as far as like like it felt it, it got it felt dirty, you know, especially like when he uh like he know he messed up in in his uh his teammates wasn't protecting him and he's like okay alright I see yeah. you know and then he started playing hard himself and eventually they start rallying back around him you know and uh, and it just was a really great great moment then the two dudes that got injured uh, that was in the, uh, the, the hospital ward you know it was like really entertaining cutting back to them only thing that was really distracting for me was uh, the way they did the split screens it was like Oh, yeah. I was like, oh wow, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> you know? because uh, with split screen, my eyes want to see everything. You know, I, I remember watching like twenty four and it would do that split screen stuff, but then if have you focused on the one thing you need to be, be focused on. Um but yeah, yeah, this one it kinda was just I guess they did the split screen
1: though. I was just saying I, th- I think they did the split screen. I guess that's how the NFL would have done it and back then. I'm not, I mean, I've never watched a football game back in the seventies. Me neither. I would just imagine that's that's why they did it. It's the only reason I could see why they would do
0: that. Yeah, it just will show like it'd be like on like say the team on the bench, but then like the uh warden would be in the stands or something like that. Um and the warden was a snake, you know. So uh part of this movie
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Um I think our uh cows are going off here in town you know those uh alarm system uh that lets yeah. you know lo- dangers are approaching but anyway let's continue so <laughs> uh anyway um uh, approaching. yeah but this podcast must go on um so it must. uh the uh the with the warning uh with the warden uh pretty much he had the game set he he blackmailed Bert to uh, do what he wanted, wanted him to do, uh, but then he uh, he said, "Hey, um, let's beat up every player, beat them up, you know, you know." So he got over overzealous, and um, and yeah. it ended up backfiring on him. Uh, but what I was saying in my in my review on Letterbox is, I feel like this movie bleeds right into the Longest Yard remake because I believe that character. I don't know if he still played Paul Crew in that movie, Burt did, but I felt like he never got out. And uh, and he was the yeah. same guy that just happened to be there with um, Adam Sandler. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I had to dig in and, and see about the... the... Well, I can tell
1: you just one second. All right. <laughs> well, I want to say he... Was playing someone else, but yeah, he was playing someone else. He was playing the coach, Nate Scarball.
0: Oh, okay. Well, shoot, my fantasy, over. Well, I
1: mean, you can still see that, though. I mean, the, he never got out, and he got to play one more play. Yeah. At the end of that movie.
0: Yeah. And he pretty much like was like yeah. that one player that uh, was like. He came off the bench and pretty much played and got the score that one score, and then he got his leg clipped and ended up being in the in the hospital. Um, yeah, it's man, it's so crazy how un, I'm sorry to say it, but watching this movie is so crazy how unoriginal Adam Sandler's as Longest as Yard is. It just really is beat for beat this movie. Uh, even the even the yeah. basketball scene where they go scene where they go to get the uh, I guess the black players. From playing basketball, even yeah. down to the cheerleaders. I thought that was original. I said, Well, maybe that's gonna be original because they had Tracy Morgan and stuff playing like cheerleaders, you know, like the flamboyant cheerleaders. But no, they had that in this yeah. movie. It just They did this well, there's, there's nothing did. original about the longest yard Sandler film than this movie. They it just it's just uh, modern sitcom. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I kind of now in seeing this one, it infuriates me because I wish that they would have done something. And I always liked that sandwich film. uh, But I wish that he would have did something a little bit more different. I don't even like maybe he gets out at the end of that one. I don't remember. I know that in this one, Bert doesn't get out.
1: I think it's the same exact thing because I I really remember him going for that football and the warden was wanting to shoot him. Hmm. I remember that from the remake and he picks it up. But I do think Sandler punches him at the
0: end. Oh, okay.
1: Bert didn't, but I think that is different. I could be wrong, but I want to say Sandler punched him. It's been a long time since I've
0: yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's been a long time. I've only seen it like once. Yeah, I've only seen it like maybe twice. Uh, I've seen it once. I've never seen it in theaters. I've seen it on like a DVD or whatever, home video. I'd Probably home video at the time, 2001 or so. I forget what year it came out. But... Yeah. but um
1: I feel like the original though was more just realistic, mm-hmm. gritty, you know, compared to the remake, which was really just a fun popcorn football. Yeah,
0: movie. absolutely. I mean. uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, give our so uh, so real quick. Uh, Bert essentially, as, as Brandon said at the end of the movie, Paul, uh, who's Bert Reynolds, uh, they win the game. They win it just by uh, they just win it. They just Get it over to win. Um, and, uh, yeah, they went by like one point. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then,
1: which is very, similar.
0: oh, yeah. Um, I,
1: some, uh, best of times, I saw some, uh, longest yard in that. Yeah. Some similarities. I, I seen a lot
0: of, honestly, although now I know that, you know, now I know the best of times exists. I noticed that there was a lot of, in Necessary Roughness, there's a lot of best of times and Necessary Roughness. It felt like the, the whole third act, essentially, was the best of times, the ending of, of best of times. Yeah, because in that one, uh, Scott Bakula's character, um, he has the ball and he goes to pass it the, the whole, you know, but nobody's really open except for the one guy that that yeah. is not really good at catching it. But he hits him right between the numbers, and he remembers like doing it with the with the scarecrow at, at, on his farm, and so he throws it and he, he hits him and he catches it, and then the, they win the game. Uh, which I've always loved that movie. It's like if we had to do a list, probably be in my top ten uh, football films. Um, it's hard to, to say what would be my number one. I will. I'll, I'll probably say that I like Remember remembered. I, I like Little Giants. But yeah, I think that that is probably my number, favorite one.
1: Well number one for me. Well number one for me would be easy. It would be Rudy.
0: Oh no. Man. Rudy. Yeah. I like Ru well, Rudy was special. Uh but Rudy was special for his time. I think I think Rudy I always think of they used to show us that in school like all the time. <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah, so let's go ahead and get our uh, uh any more thoughts on this before we hit our scores up?
1: No, uh, no, nah, nah, we can
0: we can go ahead and get the score. All right, so I give it a three point five mark out, out of five. Uh, I felt like it was so, which is a fresh score as far as Bert kept me. Burt kept me interested. Uh, I felt more for caretaker's death. I love the cast, the characters around him. It felt like a living, breathing prison, uh, and um, I just enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed the third act of this film, and the final game, the final victory, felt great. Uh, I yeah. felt great with this victory in the film, so I give it a three point five mark That's out of uh, five.
1: I'm gonna give it four point five. I I absolutely loved it uh, from start to finish. It, it it really was uh It kept me interested throughout. Burt Reynolds was Burt Reynolds, which I love. I love Burt. Mm-hmm. He in his day, he was number one. I mean, as far as like his comedic timing and and action, he just he knew he just knew how to do it. And uh, but I I love the football side of it, but I love the winning the the you know the inmates over before the game because they hated him before, and I just I just love that story. You know, I I really did. Mm-hmm. That, that that's my
0: score, 4.5. Well, that's good. Still, both are uh, fresh scores. Uh, we do recommend the yep. movie if you want to see it. It is streaming on Netflix. Uh, I don't know how much longer it'll be there, but um, I don't know if it's still there now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it was there uh, the other day when I watched it. I watched this. I forgot what day I watched this. Um, I watched this first, and then I watched the best of times. I wanted to see 70s and then go 80s. Um, but, yeah. So Yeah,
1: this was uh, – I watched it yesterday.
0: It was, it's still okay, there. Okay, it's still there. All right, so uh, now we're going to jump over to the – in the other corner we have 1986's sports comedy, Best of Times, um, which is about a married banker Jack Dunn played by Robin Williams has lived his life regretting a botched play he made in a high school football game. His friend Reno Hightower, Kurt Russell, but through the past that Jack dropped is deeply in debt from operating his, his car garage with Reno and Jack hatches, hatches a plan to reunite all the players from the old game and replay it. Hoping that this time he can make amends with the game. Eventually uh, when the game eventually happens, Jack again finds himself at the center of a key play. This synopsis kind of gives like way too much information. Um, but uh, it was initially internationally released on January 31st, 1986. I was five years old when this was released. Um, the, I was two. <laughs> uh, directed by uh, Roger uh, Spottiswood. And um, Brenda is going to hit you with the rest.
1: All right. It's got a six out of 10 on IMDb, 91% like this on Google. Uh, rotten tomato score. The tomato meter gives it thirty-one
0: percent. Boy,
1: <laughs> the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes isn't much better—forty-three percent.
0: Mm.
1: So, not good numbers, but Google Google users love Google. it.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Um, so this movie stars the the uh, stars. I'm going to name uh, Kurt first. Or Robins version and mentions him, Jack, Jack Dundee, Robin Williams, the late great Robin Williams, um, who felt like Robin Williams in this film. If, if you know, um and then yeah. Kurt Russell as Reno Reno Hightower, uh, Pamela Reed as Gigi Hightower, Holly Pallas, uh one she's related to Jack Powers. Um you know, Jack Powers. he's like a legendary actor as Ellie Dundee. Uh, you got Donald possibly. Donald Moffat as the Colonel. Uh Margaret Witten is Darla. M M-, uh, M Emmett Walsh is Charlie, which uh, he's very recognizable. Um
1: yes,
0: Donald is. Scott is Eddie. R. G. Armstrong is shoot. Dub Taylor as Mac. There's a host of other people. Kurt Cameron's in this movie.
1: Hey, don't forget Kurt yeah.
0: Cameron. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt Cameron. Kurt Cameron is in this movie, guys. Um
1: He is, and he has a team of Kurt Russell and Robin Williams. Yeah. He don't get no better than that for
0: K. Yeah. Kurt. That's why, yeah, <laughs> Kurt, man. Uh like, hey, I didn't I had no idea this movie existed, Brandon. Um and then uh Robin Lively as Jackie, uh Eloy, uh, Cass, uh also uh, one lady that's in this movie that played like uh, not the daughter of, um, not the daughter of Jack, uh, not the daughter of Robin Williams, but one of their friends. You just see her briefly. I believe she also plays, um, Kurt Cameron's sister on Silver Spoons or whatever that show was. Was it Silver Spoons? Growing pains. I could put. I, I, conf- I confuse Growing pains, growing pains or silver because they the same, the pretty much same. Which one is? Uh, family ties is what I'm thinking of. But okay, growing pains. Yeah.
1: Yeah
0: I always thought they were very I heard she was in it. I never
1: seen her. Uh I've seen this movie like tw- three times. I, I just I've seen, yet to see her in the movie.
0: I see her like she's like sitting uh, at during the football team game, she's like sitting like it looks like yeah. under the bleachers or something. She's kinda of sitting with some more girls uh and watching the game. And uh and I've seen her face so like, oh look, that's that's her it's sister in uh, the other show. And, um and a lot of people...
1: Yeah, Tracy Goad. Yeah. yeah He's uncredited uh, as Jackie's friend.
0: Uh, another uh, thing oh. that is in this movie, I noticed that a lot of people... What was it? I, I sure wrote this down. I, I took a, uh, Okay. A lot of people that's in this movie was also in the Popeye movie. Robin Williams was in Popeye. Um, there's another guy that's that plays, like, Wimpy or whatever. He was in Popeye. Uh, the Donald Moffat, he was in Popeye. It was like people in this movie that was in the Popeye movie. And I don't think that's a coincidence.
1: I've never seen it.
0: Yeah, it's man. I've never seen it. If you just want to watch Robin Williams stuff, then I would recommend you watch it, but it just wasn't that memorable. I remember as a kid because I was a kid and it was like, Oh, Popeye. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, anyway, this movie, uh, So I felt the biggest thing that – all right, so the beginning starts with – and I really was engaged by this. Um, The beginning started with a highlight reel of this town that was Moron at first, and then it became Taft. I guess they changed their name. They struck goat, oil, and uh, nobody knew how to turn out the oil to start draining up the economy there uh the team was created, yeah. you know, the school was, was established. They never lost they never won. There was a fighter named Kit Lester, uh, that was a famous boxer that fought the heavyweight champion and uh was knocked out by the heavyweight champion. Um and and then there was like I'm trying to think of what else. Uh there was like a lot of things. But then that
1: was a good subplot Yeah. Though.
0: It was, and then uh, I kind of felt like at the end of the movie that that's who that guy was. I was like, "Who is this guy?"
1: I, yeah, it was. Back of his shirt said "Kid Lester."
0: Yeah, I seen that. I seen that, and I thought it was a good reveal. Um, but uh, yeah. So the pretty much the town uh has always played second fiddle to the other town. Like, so they always lose to the other town. It seems like the other town is a little bit more prosperous. Um, yeah, and uh, this town was all was like a boat, boat, it's almost like the goondocks if you think about it. It's like a, a town that is like lower class, although it seemed like it's far worse off. Like, it seemed like everybody lived in trailer type of homes and dirt homes, and just like, yeah, it's like, but it felt lived in it. So, I felt I commend the uh setting of this town, it felt like a real small town, um, but. You know, I felt like Kurt Russell was really brilliant in this film. Robin Williams was a little distracting for me. Uh I love seeing him, but I felt like he was Robin Williams doing his Robin Williams stuff. But but it also was I was like really great. It's good seeing him, but I don't know if I really gel with their chemistry together. what do you think? Oh,
1: I love their chemistry together. I thought they um complimented each other pretty well uh, I kind of agree with you that Robin was Robin which I don't think is a bad thing. I believed his character though that you know mm-hmm. I, well part of his character I don't believe that game changed his life he being, he felt like a loser and somehow married uh, the colonel's wife I mean daughter married the colonel's daughter um, I, I don't believe that would happen but you know uh, the movie's far-fetched uh, mm-hmm. in many ways. It's a guilty pleasure for me, though. I love this movie, uh, but I, I agree with you about Kurt. Even though I do think he has a certain personality with every role he takes on, he—I don't know—he's got that charisma. I guess you could say he does. Uh, I in the Reno Hightower. Uh, I mean, I really did. I believed him. Uh, he was great in the movie. He's one of the, my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, But the the chemistry I really loved in this movie was between Kurt and Pamela Reed. Uh, Yeah. When they were on, their scenes together were just amazing. Yeah. I love that chemistry.
0: Also, I want to bring this up. I was like, where do I know her from? That's freaking Marlene Note. That's Leslie Note's mother in Parson Rec. That's who that is.
1: Yeah. She's also in Kindergarten Cop with Arnold.
0: Yeah, I do remember that. Um, like I was like like where would I because she's very familiar I hadn't really seen her in nothing since Parks and Rec, but um, but yeah it, she
1: was in uh, Kindergarten Cop she's also in Junior,
0: <laughs> her and Arnold she's
1: a dad, wife ex wife she's the one that's having a baby with Arnold oh but not together but both having the baby <laughs> uh
0: this other lady that uh, plays uh Robin Williams' wife she was in a lot of stuff too uh. I thought she played.
1: I've
0: never seen her. Uh, she, she was in the comeback uh, in 1978. Um, it looks like she, but I, I, maybe I thought she was somebody else because she looks really uh, similar to another lady. No, I guess it's not her. So uh, she looked very similar to another lady, uh, but it wasn't, it's not her. So uh, yeah, I've never seen her ever, I guess. But then Donald Moffat, yeah. This colonel, I felt like he was uh, really good as the uh as the colonel. He felt like you know, like a and I love that even at the end, even though he lost, I love at the end he was proud of his son in law.
1: Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. So they all yeah, were family.
1: Like... Yeah. Which through the whole movie he was like, I want you two to get divorced. <laughs> When she leaves you, you're going to be fired from the bank, <laughs> you know. But then at the end of the movie, he's like, he's he's proud because he, you know, he he made the big play and yep. uh, won the game. And he didn't think he could because he thought he was a loser. And, you know. So, I mean, it hasn't – I mean, for me, though, I love – it. it's not that he – what happens at the end of the game, or the the game? It's all what led up to it. Is right. what I love about this movie. Yeah, um,
0: the stories of the what the inter- Robin
1: does to make sure this game happens. He <laughs> destroys yeah. uh, the the what was it the was it a dance? Game
0: yeah, so there's have like it, it was that was a weird like little thing. So I guess uh, Reno's wife or Kurt Russell's Reno's wife, uh, she is in a singing group, uh, and uh, yeah. they have like parties and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, uh, and he goes in and he destroys, he dresses up like the other school's mascot, essentially, and comes in and uh, throws paint on uh, 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 Kurt Russell's wife and, uh, and uh, pretty much destroys the, the, uh, his shop, his car shop, uh, destroys, um, yeah. I guess, the Moose Lodge. Uh, where they meet and have, like, I guess they're part of the Elk Lodge or Moose Lodge or something. Uh, it felt like it felt like real people that live in real town that that interact with one another. Um, yeah, but I agree with that. Uh, this is one thing that I was hoping happened in this. I guess because in Longest Yard it kind of happens. Well, in Longest Yard, whenever he decides to put the team together, him and um, and Caretaker goes around to like some main people to stand out and see that, you know, get them to play in the game, you know? Uh, and, um, and so it was like, I was hoping to see that in this movie. I was hoping to see Kurt and, um, and Robin go around to kind of grab up the old players and see what they're doing. Like one of them probably is like a principal of a school now, or another one is a cop or another one is, uh, you know, a plumber or whatever. And grab, even though you kind of saw these people that still lived in town, I just want to see that highlight of who they are. Cause I felt like, yeah, I felt like the the football team was a little bit more underwhelming in this film than it was in Long's Yard. I felt like the football well, team, yeah, I
1: agree. Yeah. Cause it was mostly about Robin and uh, Kirk. Mm-hmm. You know, i the, their story, not the whole team story. So I, I agree with that. Uh, but I, I I don't know. I it, it's a guilty pleasure for me. Uh I I love Kurt in this movie, I love Robin in the movie, I love Pamela Reed, Holly, uh I love all the main players. Uh, I thought they did all a good job. They were they of course Robin is the king of comedy, uh he, so he's gonna be funny. But I thought mm-hmm. everyone else was funny too. Uh, the one scene I really like though is when they're having the dinner with the girl. Yes,
0: yes, that's Robin. the one scene I cracked up out loud. Go ahead. <laughs> it's
1: just he, he hadn't watched football. <laughs> he like he was, it was such a in. I don't think they did a good job of telling how big of a football fan he was. Like I
0: agree, I agree. They should have kind of showcased that uh, he has a thing where he always has to, like you know, about football and is. But I love that scene of uh, it's almost remind me of the whole uh, trying to get a sneak away to do something like, you know, how in movies or TV shows, somebody's on a date and they're dating two women at the same time. And they go over here, they date this one yep. then they go to the restroom and they go and date this one. You know, they just, you know, it
1: act, you know what it reminds me of Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, it, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of that.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah
1: because uh, he did it in
0: this movie, so you're it's right. It probably does. It's, it's probably be possible, but uh, yeah, I do like that. I like like <laughs> I love when when he's in there. The part that made me chuckle out loud was uh, he was sitting at the table and he talked to his wife or something, and he says, "Good hands," because <laughs> the guy catches the football, and then like she's like, "What?" He's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, uh, just you have some good hands, honey." I just Love everything about you. Whatever you know, it's just like like he's like trying to cover up for it and stuff like that. And um, and I thought I thought that I thought that little scene was really funny. I love that. I love that they uh, didn't really have nothing much to talk about as far as like you know at the table. Uh, they didn't. They said well, we, like, we can't yeah. talk about football. But honestly, uh they all. It's not just that the men talk about football and stuff like that. It's just it, that is their life. It's everyone's life, and when they try to yeah. divorce themselves from it and talk about other stuff, it wasn't as interesting to them because that's not who they are. And I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: that's very true. I also love the scene where uh, Ellie's telling Jack, "You got to choose." It's and they're in bed and about to have sex, and he's like, "It's either football or it's me."
0: <laughs> yeah. that oh. Scene,
1: Robin's going. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love that. I was like, Robin would choose that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I, I do want to mention somebody uh, that was in this movie as well. Tony, uh, Tony planner. He's in this movie. Uh, he uh, plays one of the football players. He's like the Hispanic guy that does a cross. And then, um, you know, Robin says, well, I'm Catholic today. You know, so, uh, I, I want to bring this up real quick. Uh, so, he's in this movie. I just want to mention him. He was, he's was he been in a lot of stuff. Uh, he was in Disorderlies. It's one of, the, one of his famous movies that I know him from. He's also been in uh, Three Amigos, it's probably his biggest one that he was in. Um, but, uh, I, go ahead.
1: I remember him in the TV show about a Latino family. I can't think of it, but that's what I remember him mostly from.
0: Uh, is it, Ugly, it. Ugly, Ugly Betty? No. No, this oh.
1: like in like early
0: two thousands. Oh, okay. Um but uh another thing that I want to mention real quick, uh that uh oh I had it I had the thought and then I lost it. It was about um it felt like I felt like that the uh the town well I think what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something about the um the game. Uh so essentially um, if they like this whole town is has been in a depressed state because they have never yeah. won, and uh, this is the town's first tr- first real victory, and uh, and it's a uh Robin and in a sense Kurt rewriting their history uh, because yeah their history are known as essentially as the guy that that dropped the pass. And then the and he's known as the guy that uh, could have went big but got injured, and now he's stuck in his town, and um and so I um, I thought that that was really good where they just um where where they their characters really had some character some arc they had arc yeah and uh and I thought that um and and I will say the same thing about Burt Reynolds' character in this in uh, Long's Yard. Because if he was a guy that cheated uh, in football or whatever, through games, then his character had art because he did through games and he wasn't selfish. He did look out for number one. He looked out for everybody else. And so both of these movies, they're equal in that, that their characters had art. I think I enjoyed the arc of Robin and uh, Kurt's arc a little bit more in this film because, you know, um, you know he won't shut up. About the fact that he won the game, and you know that going forward, this is what he's going to be talking about forever: is the fact that he yeah. caught the he caught the winning pass. And then I don't believe that they would ever do a re uh, not a re, remake, but I don't believe that he would ever because his father in law said, "Let's do a rematch next year." You know, um, which you know, no, we won. Let's leave it as is. They barely won. I don't think they want to try to.
1: His ego could got could he could have gotten really big there and thought well, maybe we can win again. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I kind of agree with you, but I kind of like I don't know, you know, I I think he 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 would have had a big ego at, like a few months after that. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, this also kind of reminds me of Mr. Destiny, uh, where he 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 struck out at the
0: beginning. And he oh yeah. What his- Is that with, uh, Belushi, John Belushi? Yeah. 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 I remember that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was a good movie. I like that movie, but, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it a little bit more, I think, than I did. Longish Art, not saying anything against Long Art. I really enjoyed that, but I think I liked this one a little bit more. Uh, because of the um, the characters that's in it uh, the yes. show the show stealer for me is Pamela Reed she uh, to me she um, captivated the screen every time she was on screen she felt like like I don't know something about her just really kept like gravitating me towards her so
1: well she has comic shops I mean mm-hmm. uh, everything I've seen her in she's she's can, she's able to steal scenes with anyone, so uh, you know. She, she, I agree with you. She stole the show here, uh, and I, I mean, it was it was great revisiting the movie. Uh, like I said, it's a guilty pleasure for me. Uh, I love Pamela Reed in it. I uh, I love Robin. I love Kurt. Uh, it, it just I agree with everything you said about the town. It it felt like a real town uh, that. Was down on its luck and people lived like in trailers. Uh, but I, I, if it had a good atmosphere though, yeah, as far as the people in the town, uh, they yeah, really felt connected
0: and then they really cared about one another. It was a town that, yeah, it like, it, like I love the joke of uh, Robin leaving, uh, leave, like, leaving quote unquote, leaving his car to get worked on and taking a, a rental out just to go to the yeah. brothel. It was the brothel, which the lady from the brothel also was in a lot of movies, you know, <laughs> she was she was a big play, big big play in the eighties too, like in these little movies. Uh, yeah. I I can't find her right now. I'm looking. Uh, Margaret Wheater, I think maybe Whitten, Margaret Whitten. Yeah, that's her. She was uh, in Major League. She was like the uh, woman that ran the the football team, the baseball team. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, she was um, she was in the Man Without a Face. It's Mel Mel Gibson, I think. Um, yeah, that is. Uh, she was in uh, she's in a lot of stuff, man. I remember her a lot. Nine and a half weeks, so she was in like a lot of different stuff. Um, but yeah, it was just really good to see these people that's in this movie and felt like real people. So, um, we have like five minutes left, or about to be six. Um. In the, in the length of this uh, podcast. So um, let's give our scores, unless you have anything else you want to bring up.
1: No, we can go ahead and give it.
0: Okay. So, all right. Uh, by the way, at the end of the movie, obviously, uh, you kind of knew what was going to happen. You know that Robin was going to get wide open, and he's going to catch the ball which I was actually nervous that he was going to drop the ball, actually, in <laughs> watching it because, you know, it flum- fumbled around a few times. But he did catch yeah. it, barely caught it, and he bre- he won the game, though. He barely caught it but won the game. But he caught it nonetheless. He didn't drop it. And I love that arc. Um, for this movie, I'm going to give four and a half mark out of five. I think I like this a little bit more than I like, um, like Longest Yard. Uh, as far as, like, yeah. I love Kurt, I love Robin, and I love the people in it, uh, it's like seeing old friends that you don't really see often, and so, I really enjoyed this film, yeah. I, I think it's uh, one of those movies, I hate that it's not getting as good of reviews across other media, but, man, it was, I liked it.
1: Yeah, I give it four and a half as well, uh, it's just, it has a lot of energy, It it, it it's goofy, it's it's just a fun film. <clears throat> it just—it really is. It's just fun. I, if I have based it off of you know, entertainment, I probably would go with the best of times because it's—I could watch this again and again. It's just fun, and uh, longest art's not fun.
0: Yeah, aspects. No, this has rewatchability. Really
1: I, I do think longest art's a better movie, but that I feel that the best of times is is a film you can watch over and over. I agree. If that makes sense.
0: Yep. So versus mode, uh, Brandon, who is your winner?
1: Um, I got to go with entertainment and what I could watch again. Uh, so I'm gonna go best of times.
0: Okay. I couldn't agree with you more, uh, for entertainment and what is, has rewatchability for me. Uh, long as y'all was good, but I never probably watched it ever again. Um, I had to go with best of times. This is something that I would watch again because I have fun watching I have fun seeing these characters, and I think that watching there's some stuff that I might concede next time that I missed the first time, so yeah, yeah, uh as far as which football team would win in the versus mode, I had to go along the Yard draw football team. They are tougher oh, than, yeah. the, than the team in best of times um yeah,
1: no doubt, no doubt,
0: <laughs> but all right well um. Uh, This is it for this episode. I plan on tonight going to see Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn story whatever else is the long-ass title. Um, I plan on seeing that.
1: I've heard it's like a Birds of Prey prequel.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'll watch it and see. Uh, What about you, Brandon? Any movie theater experiences this weekend?
1: Uh, If we go, we're going to see the rhythm section. She
0: wanted to see that. so. Oh, my gosh. I heard doing my bad things. All right. Well, uh, well, this has been Aaron Whitlow.
1: This has been Brandon Spivey.
0: And we are the Markout I'll Movie say- Podcasters. <laughs> Come
1: on, Aaron. Give me some more energy. We are the Markout
0: Movie Podcasters. Thank you for there listening. There you go. Uh, and we'll, you. we'll be with you next week. Um, until then, thanks for listening.